Well, hello and a very warm welcome to the HeyNet podcast. I'm hoping that you're also going to offer me a very warm welcome today as a guest on the podcast. For those of you who probably don't recognise me from my voice, which I'd imagine will be most of you, if you can, 10 points. <laughs> my name's Charlotte and I'm an equestrian blogger and the writer behind the Forlock Journal, which you may recognise as HeyNet's Equestrian Blog of the Year for 2018. I'm so excited to chat with you all today all about blogging. Firstly, let me say I am by no means an expert, but I'm really passionate about sharing my journey so far, any advice, um, mistakes that I've made with all of you new bloggers to make the start to your blogging journey a successful one. So a huge thank you to HeyNet for letting me take the reins on today's podcast. And without further ado, let's get started. First things first, in my opinion, you need to know why you're blogging. So what is it that you're hoping to achieve personally and how is that going to benefit and add value to your readers? And you don't need to overcomplicate it. For me, I was really keen to share my advice and stories from the point of view of an everyday equestrian. So my tips and tricks, sharing my thoughts and feelings on things that were happening um, and that us sort of normal horse owners deal with day to day. I wanted it to be real and to be relatable and offer a bit of comfort to others to know that they're not alone. I think establishing your why and then keeping that in mind in the initial stages of setting up the blog means that you quite quickly give some consistency to your followers. They start to know what to expect from you and they will soon know to come to you when they're looking for advice or knowledge or just some time out. For example, let's say you're a more newsworthy and informative blog with interviews and current information and news. People will come to your blog for the latest news and advice. If you're a fashion blogger specialising in affordable equestrian fashion, maybe, people will start to know to come to you because they're looking for, I don't know, the next pair of breeches that aren't going to break the bank. So hopefully that makes a little bit of sense with regards to sort of knowing your why. And once you've discovered that, when you start creating your content, you should find that you have some consistency running through your posts and a clear theme for your blog, which is a really great starting place. Of course, don't forget that your blog can evolve and change over time and your why might change, and that's totally fine. Don't feel too afraid to sort of stay within the lines if they don't quite fit anymore. Um, It's just a really good starting point to sort of know why you're doing it. It just makes it easy when you're creating content. So once you've got your sort of basis for starting the blog and you're probably really desperate to get your voice heard and your hard work out there, my top tip, wait. Hang on before you just launch the website and announce it to the world through social media. Do you want to know why? Because I'm well aware that sounds a bit strange. (laughs) I'm naturally really impatient and impulsive. So when I get an idea, I want to put the wheels into motion and get started on it like yesterday. But in this case, I say it's not necessarily going to be the best way to get started My advice would be to get a batch of maybe three or four posts ready and launch them on your website all at once. And I say this because when you launch your blog, you're going to hope that you get lots of interest from new followers who 
you'll hope becomes of long-term fans and supporters. If you've just launched your blog and people go over there and read your first post, will they really know if they love your content? They might like your first post and then sort of not have any more to read or anywhere else to go. So my advice would be to spend a little bit longer in the beginning making sure that you have your sort of three or four or five blog posts ready to publish so that when people read your first post, they have another one to go and read. I don't know about you, but when I find someone that I like, whether it's a blogger or a YouTuber, a podcast, or even just someone on social media, I can't help but binge watch or read or listen (laughs) to their content. I get really invested And I want to hear more from them. And I start to really value their opinion. And I get enjoyment out of their content. And I don't want that to be cut short. So try to give yourself the best possible chance of gaining new fans by giving them lots of content to get their hands on right there and then. It's sort of similar to if you start watching a new TV series and then you have to wait a whole nother week for the next episode to come out. And all you want to do is watch it right now. So I think if you can try and give people that opportunity to get their hands on some content initially to make that decision as to whether they like you and they're going to invest more of their time in you, it's, I think it's a really good thing and something I wish I did actually. Um, So yeah, this should hopefully mean that people spend a bit more time on your blog, they'll be able to gain sort of more meaningful and valuable connection with you right from the word go. I think also it can feel quite daunting or it certainly did for me. You can feel out of your depth a bit at the beginning and having a more established looking blog with more than just one piece of content on it is quite a good way to build your own confidence. Um, And this sort of leads me on to the next thing. And it's something I didn't do, but I wish that I had. So whilst you're working on your blog in the background and getting your uh, new blog articles ready, you can start building up your social following. And I don't just mean the numbers, although numbers are great, but it's not specifically what I mean. You can start to follow brands and people who you like and also people who who you think will like you and take time out of your day to like their photos, take time out of your day to comment on someone's post if you like it and congratulate them on their wins. Just chat to people and make friends. I don't think you should see other bloggers as competition either I think especially in the world of equestrian blogging it's such a lovely community and it's really nice to be able to share your views and chat to other bloggers and not only might this open up some new opportunities for you but also you can make some really valuable friendships and I know that I have it's a really nice aspect of blogging and in addition to the online connections I love meeting new people I haven't always but I feel like as I've gotten a little bit older, I just love meeting new people. I thrive off of social meetups and it's just lovely to be able to put faces to names, I think. Um, When I first started blogging, it must have only been maybe six months or so, Hi-Ho Silver launched their first um, Hi-Ho and Co. It was like an Instameet workshop style day and Hi-Ho with the help of Rhea Freeman and some other of their ambassadors and like-minded lovely business people put together a sort of workshop style day for bloggers and small business owners and honestly since I went to the first one I've always been so excited to see what's coming next it's 
you meet so many people and you leave feeling so inspired that even if you haven't started up your blog yet, I would get yourself a ticket and go. Because there's so much to learn and take away and you just leave feeling so inspired and ready to go and create some content. And you meet people who really want to support you on that journey as well. So I think it's definitely a good, really good starting place. And it's a community of the loveliest people. And if the thought of going to a new place with lots of new people is not your idea of a good time and fills you with nerves, which is completely understandable, don't let that put you off going. Everyone really is lovely and welcoming. And I guarantee within 10 minutes, you will feel right at home. (laughs) There is another hi-ho and co-day in the pipeline. So if you haven't got your blog up and running yet, don't worry. I would still sort of keep an eye out and try and grab yourself a ticket when it comes available if you can. Um, you will learn so much and you also have the opportunity to ask questions whether it's to do with photography or styling social media do's and don'ts um, and just all around great advice from lovely people and well and there's cake that's probably like the most important thing that I should have said first (laughs) in fact last year some really clever people myself not included actually baked the loveliest sweet treats and we all had them in the afternoon with a cup of tea so seriously even if you're nervous I can assure you it's worth it for the cake (laughs) um that was a bit of a sidetrack so with all that said you're probably now ready or in a position to launch the blog and start promoting yourself and I think that can be harder for some than others and if I'm honest it's a bit of a learning process you need to learn to be able to promote yourself and your hard work and share your achievements but without bragging and ego boosting. I think that you need to give before you take so I would consider that when you're using your social media channels you're providing your followers with something of value before you ask them to take any action. So maybe you're sharing advice, um, posting a motivational quote, sharing a funny story, asking questions before you then go and ask them to read your latest blog post. And if you're if you're finding it hard to share your content, don't forget that you have written this in the hope that there is something for someone else to gain. Why wouldn't you want that to share that with other people? And I I think it kind of takes away that element of bragging. Not that you are bragging, but if you feel like you don't want to have to promote yourself, it take that out of it for a minute. You've written this piece of content in the hope that it's going to help someone else in some way. So share it with them, because if you don't, you can't help them. (laughs) Be proud of what you've done, share it with confidence, and it really is that simple. The more you do it, obviously the easier it gets. It's very different, I would say, to a commercial business when you're selling a product, for example, because I think it's easy to say, it's the only one on the market, it's brand new technology. Um, But when you've got to promote yourself as a person, it's a really different ballgame. And if anyone says they've not had a moment of self-doubt, they would be lying because we've all been there. You just have to stick at it and I think you find it easy as time goes on. Um, So finally, now you've got things up and running, consistency is key. People want to know when they're going to hear from you. So I would make an upload schedule for your social media and your blog content and my advice would be less is more or less can be more. (laughs) There's no point saying that you're going to post five blog posts a week if that's not achievable as inevitably you're going to let your followers down 
and you'll probably be putting sort of unnecessary pressure on yourself and not necessarily posting your best work. You know, there's no point saying, I'm going to do five blog posts a week and then them being a bit rubbish and you're not really proud of them. They're not really your best work. They're rushed and people maybe aren't going to enjoy them as opposed to doing one blog post a week, which is spot on. The content's brilliant. People are going to really benefit from it. You've got good imagery to go with it and you feel really proud of it. And, you know, if one blog post a week seems oh, easy, that's great because it's a really good starting point. You've got loads of time to spare time to think of new content, to plan new ideas, to meet some people, get in touch with people. And then it also gives you the capacity to grow and do a little bit more as your blog goes on. So as a way of a quick overview, here are my top tips for sort of starting out blogging. Um, know your why. Create your blog with three, four, five pieces of content for people to get their hands on straight away. Be consistent. Build a following of people who are genuinely invested in you and it's not all about the numbers. Try to stick on your own path and don't compare yourself to others all of the time. And finally, the easiest way to create unique content that's different to everyone else is to just be yourself. Now, before I love you and leave you, I just wanted to say that blogging is different for everyone. And I think first and foremost, enjoy it. Keep it in keeping with the things that you're passionate about and you will have so much fun. There's endless opportunities out there for some really cool things, whether it's going to events, brand ambassadorship, Insta meets and workshops, and most valuable to me, making new friends. Blogging isn't one dimensional. So go ahead, feel free to try vlogging, podcasts, um, Insta stories, um, IGTV. There's lots out there to try and it's a really great way to expand your blog once you've got started. I am wishing you the very best of luck on your new blogging journey. I'm always on the lookout for new blogs to read, so please do give me a shout. I'd love to hear from you. And of course, I'm always more than happy to chat to you if you've got any questions. I may not always have the answers, but a problem shared is a problem halved. Thank you so, so much to Haynet for letting me be a guest on their podcast today. I'm so super grateful. And don't forget, their Equestrian Blogger of the Year awards are fast approaching. Thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful day.